Hi guys, it's Emmett. Let's talk about audience. So, when you are trying to engage in social media in order to sell something eventually, like I am, when you want to get people to buy what you have to offer, it's critically important that you're attracting the right people to your account. Because otherwise, when it comes time to uh, ask people to buy things, basically nobody will want to buy things for a much smaller percentage. It's already a small percentage of people who want to buy things. Even with the best uh, alignment between audience and what it is that you're offering, I would normally expect about 10% of the audience to actually want what you have to offer. And there are so many things that go into whether, whether you're making a compelling offer, but this sets you up for uh, the sort of next layer out of it working or not. And if you are attracting people who are not going to be your customers, then to some extent you can get yourself into a bit of a spiral where the algorithms of these social media apps will look at who your followers are and recommend you to other people based on a whole bunch of things, but in part, I think, based on who your followers already are. And so you can get yourself kind of pigeonholed in the wrong hole where it's not helping you. Um, and I see this with a number of people who want to sell spoons. Probably the most uh, common one is people who are spoon carvers who would like to sell spoons to other people um, beyond just the spoon carving scene, but all of their content engages only with the people in the spoon carving scene. And so it's not they're not getting any organic reach out to people who are just into wooden spoons and would like to have some in their kitchen and maybe don't overlap any more than that, but are actually interested in buying rather than someone who also carves spoons, isn't going to buy from you, is going to like everything that you do and engage with you, but, uh, but you don't have anything to offer them. So there's a couple different ways you can handle this. So you can start offering things to fellow spoon carvers. If, if, you're, if you are stuck in a niche, you can start doing things to, to provide a service or make something for people in that niche. Right? I do this in part by selling tools, by selling spoon blanks. And to some extent, people who are spoon carvers also want to buy spoons from me. But I also push back against that pretty hard by making sure that my feed 
talks about more than just spoon carving. And this is so important. I've talked about it many different times in different ways, but never from this particular angle. That it's not just about... Um, there's many reasons why you would want your feed to be more than just one thing. But for th this purpose, what having your feed being about more than one thing is, is it makes it interesting to people who aren't in it for the spoon carving. They like that you carve spoons, but they want to follow along and be interested by other things in your life and the thoughtfulness of you as a person. If you feel like you've really pigeonholed yourself, and maybe it's not in the spoon carving scene, maybe it's just uh, by... Um, I don't know, maybe you feel like people are following you because you're a girl, or maybe you feel like people are following you because you do this other cool thing, but it doesn't actually line up with what you're trying to sell. Then there's not going to be any one right move. It's kind of a conglomeration of moves where you start being more experimental with how, with what you share and how you share it so that your feed... Uh, you're basically messing around with things and recognizing that the feedback loop of how many likes you get is not going to be an accurate indication of whether a new direction is a fruitful direction for you. Because if you have too many followers who like this one particular thing, but that one particular thing is not helping you make a living and they're not converting to actually being customers, those people are going to like photos that are not helping you make a living, that are not aligned with your goal of converting to sales. So just going by which photos get the most likes is not going to help you with the broader strategy. If I just chased likes, all I'd ever post photos of was close-ups of my spoons and my tools. It would look like every other spoon carver's account out there. And I would probably have more followers, but I would not have as good a business because it would lack the authenticity that then allows me to engage with and attract people who are not just fellow spoon carvers. Now, for some people, the people you want to have as customers is exactly those people, right? If you're a spoon spoon knife maker, then it's simpler. But I would argue that the benefit is still there of showing more of your life. But it's not this issue that I'm talking about. What I'm talking about here is a misalignment between who's following you and who you want to have following you for the benefit of your business. So it requires you to be more thoughtful and also more experimental because at least I've found that I don't always know what's going to work well. And like I said, work what works and what doesn't work is not going to be shown to you by the likes. The feedback loop is going to be much longer, more stretched out. So you can't just post something and be like, oh, this is clearly the new direction. You need to be thoughtful, have an idea of what might work, 
try it, see where you are in a couple of weeks after continuing to do this thing and see if it, see if it lands and recognize that it might not land. And even if it doesn't land, it might still be the right move or it might not, but you're going to have to use your intuition about this, not just the feedback loop that the app is providing. To some extent, you need to stubbornly stick with what you want your social media to be for you. And that will ultimately ensure that no matter how things end up, you'll have created something of value for you. But that's a slightly different tack than trying to get your feed to align with 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 a customer base that works for you. I think many of us don't even know what we want our what our customer base is. We don't understand until you're many many data points in who your customer is. I think if I were to define it for me, I'd say Partly it's muddied by the fact that I offer so many different things, but it's people who are spoon carvers or spoon carvers adjacent. People who love crafts of, and but maybe aren't spoon carvers, but maybe do other things, are potters, are weavers. Um, people who know people who are spoon carvers, but aren't spoon carvers themselves. And... A lot of times my best customers are women. They're, um, my customers are almost never young and they're not usually old. But I sell to people, I'm not sure if I've sold to every state in the US, but it is not bi-coastal, it's not urban versus rural, it's a, a solid mix across the board. Um, and I'd say the one thing that they have in common is that it seems like they appreciate what I share about my life. So that's the interesting thing is that in all of this noise where it's hard to see any patterns, really, The one thing that I get consistent feedback about is that people appreciate what I share about my life and or what I share about my craft. So I try to do both. I try to share tips about spoon carving, but also just thoughts about life. Because that's who my customers are, is people who appreciate one or both of those things. And so I think, I mean, to some extent, you might want to just find people who seem like they're making it work in terms of making a living, analyze what the heck they're doing, and see if it works for you. It's not that... Uh, you know, partly you need to figure out what you need in terms of income and perhaps work back from there so that 
you know, someone who is making it work, but they're nomadic living in a van is not going to be a good role model for you if you have a mortgage to pay and kids to support, unless you're looking to drastically change your life. Right? It's not a great example. But there are examples for most life paths out there within, certainly within the spoon carving scene, but also within every scene. And if you can find the people who seem like they've figured out some sort of strategy that works and really take a deep dive back through their feed and understand their story and when things started to work out for them and maybe what changed, reach out and ask them questions. Then you'll start to get a sense of what are they doing? How is it different from what I'm doing? And how might I start doing some of that? Because really it's just being thoughtful about why isn't this thing working for me? Um, And sometimes you think you know why it's not working for you, but you're unwilling to do the thing that you see as would make it work because of a value, right? I don't want to do that thing because that's not who I am. I don't want to offer something like that because I'm not interested in doing business like that. And that's fine. But there's often a third, fourth, fifth way that doesn't involve either of those binary options that you've presented yourself where somebody has figured out a clever way to make a living in a way that you approve of. Um, And you can look at what they did and figure out how to apply what they did to you. For me, um, I mean, there's been so many instances where people within the spoon carving scene, some of whom are not really making spoons anymore, were examples for me of different aspects of how I might want to go about it. It wasn't that I copied the approach of any one person entirely. It's more that I picked and chose from different elements of different people saying, well, that seems like it worked, but that seems like it burned them out. And this seems like a good idea, but that doesn't really work for me or turns me off, so I'm not going to do that. And by being thoughtful about it over the course of years and by continuing to experiment, I've been able to make a business. But one thing that I've always been crystal clear on, ever since I had the realization, it wasn't something I was crystal clear on right at the beginning, but ever since I had the realization that I needed to be better at being the whole of me in my social media, things have really started to work out. Um, and, and by being the whole of me, I mean the whole of me in, in a thoughtful way where I'm trying to create a feed that is valuable to other people because it shares more of myself than just the thing I'm trying to sell. I didn't start out that way. I started out copying what I saw everybody else doing where I was just sharing spoons, um, and kind of like glamorous shots. And I was trying to hide behind a a handle that was a business name 
instead of just being me. And when I changed my handle to my name and I started sharing more of my life, that's when things started to work out. And I'm sure they worked out for a variety of other reasons that all happened at the same time, but getting my getting the, my community in alignment with what it was that I was offering was important. And I hope you recognize at the end of this that that's more nuanced than simply making sure if you're a spoon carver that all the people following you are spoon carvers. Because that's actually, I think, a bit of a dead end for most people. Um, unless you're a tool maker. Um, so, uh, but instead it's about figuring out what your customers, why your customers are following you. And every customer you get is an opportunity to not ask them directly, but to kind of interact enough that you get a sense. And often people will tell me, they'll say, thank you so much for what you're sharing, or I love hearing about your life, or other things that tell me I'm on the right track. And if you're not on the right track, this is probably the single most helpful thing you can do to make your business more of a success because it's something you are already doing. It's just out of alignment with what's going to actually help you. And so a little adjustment here can make a big difference to uh, how well your business does. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk tomorrow.